When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve, the experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment like music. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, guys. What's up, Steve? What's up? I I just read an email that I was giggling at. Screw it. Well, Deep T's College Pop Culture Knowledge happens every day at 1030. Got an email over the weekend. College Pop Culture Knowledge score. Steve 10, Donna 8. The emailer goes on to say, after Donna calling me, quote, sad for knowing the score so quickly and Steve calling me Kayla instead of Kaylee, I am feeling a little bitter. Oh, well, I will continue to keep score since I am so sad and now having an identity crisis scorekeeper, Kayla. It is Kaylee, not Kayla. And Donna, would you like to apologize? I don't remember saying that. We or have the audio reason. of it that we won't pull up at the moment. It was like, oh, I bet. I said, I bet Kayla knows the score. And you said, oh, yeah, that's sad. Oh, sorry, Kaylee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, that's just me being goofy. Thank you. I don't mean it. I don't mean half the things I say. Mm. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to go on with my story. Oh, so Madonna's coming. I just can't wait. Big tour. Just kidding. It's going to be big, Steve. But because she's concentrating on her tour, uh, she has shelved her biopic for now. She was going to direct this film herself, but an insider said there was a fallout with Universal over the script. They basically don't like it. Right. That's that's the bottom line. They don't. They the Universal doesn't. Correct. This is what we thought. So they want it to be poppy and light, and Madonna wants something grittier. So they've come to a crossroads, and so Madonna's going to start looking at other, uh, what do you call them? Uh, other media companies, studios, studios. Thank you. I tell you, that's why we make a great one-two punch. Uh, She would rather go to another studio than to change the script. So she still wants to make the film, but now she's going to wait until after the tour. Uh, She's keeping the same writers. Sure. Might have to recast if the actors aren't available. So we had talked about how Ozark's um, Julia Julia Garner. Garner was supposed to 
play the role. You look poor. This was following a grueling 16-week singing and dancing boot camp that had to be attended. Mm. Uh, Florence Pugh is also a part of it. Odessa Young, BB Rexa. But Garnet, 16 weeks, that poor girl, that's four months of like hard, grueling, learning choreography. Well, let me put a positive spin on it. If oh, I were right. her therapist, I would say, you know, if you look back at those last 16 weeks, even though the movie is shelved for now, which means you didn't get the role, even though she had never, never officially gotten the role, right? I mean, that was, she was presumed, but I don't think that it was official. We hadn't seen anything official about her. But back to therapist. Um, that 16 weeks that you committed just mm-hmm. made you a better dancer. That's true. It added to your resume, the vocal lessons and all of that. It's only going to benefit you. And if it's yeah. not for this one that you thought, it might open up a door for something That's entirely true. different. That's a great way to look at it, Steve. Thank you. Uh, oh, Madonna had hip replacement surgery. Nice. Yeah. Which one? Not sure, Steve. Thanks for asking. Because you have two hips. Uh, wait a minute. That is true. Is that true? Yes, yes, I'm getting my hip replaced. Oh, and then I have to get my other hip replaced. Yes, you have two. Where do they? Hmm? I don't know. Yeah, it's like part of a leg bone, I think, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is it part of your that or your do pelvis? I don't know. Other animals have hips. Hips. Yes. My qu- no, but oh you're. Donna, no, I'm being serious. Of course. Okay. So that's you- why some pe- some dogs get hip dysplasia. But They're what about prone to it? Animals that we eat, because there are bones we eat: wing bones, legs, and stuff like that, ribs. Mm-hmm. But I never hear someone say, "Oh, I could go for some pork hip." You know what I mean? Sure. Do all animals have hips? Like, does a pig have hip? Does a turtle? Well. Let's stick with the animals that we eat more often. Okay. <laughs> There's a fish. Uh, like I would, my, a land my animal. quick answer would be yes. A cow? Then Absolutely. where is it? Why have I never eaten meat off of that bone? Maybe it's just not good meat. So we don't go, hey, let's go to Hooters for some hips. Donna, what? <laughs> come on. Mike, what have you learned about hips? Mike's turning his head in there like a retriever when he hears a sound. Yeah, That's exactly. what I know he's doing research. <laughs> well, first off, it's her right hip, just to let you know. Okay, all right, from answer a, from first. Okay. Um, uh, They have shoulders, a lot of them, that walk on all fours because they're really arms. So they refer to them more as shoulders, I oh, think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A monkey would probably have hips. But a lot of, how about that? A lot of animals have four, four paws on the ground at all times, and so they don't have hips. And you eat like a pork shoulder? Like yes. shoulders, I think, are more, that's what they're called. No, but you've got back legs. But that's probably like their rear shoulders. And don't even get us started on pork Can butt versus pork Can we get a vet on the line? Shoulder. We got somebody on the line. Yeah, yeah let's take we'll it. We'll take, take it. it. Right. Put just... it right on the air. <clears throat> Hi there. Guten Tag. You just called into a radio show. Good morning, show. Mike. How about a rump roast? Hey, actually, it's Stephen Donna. How are you, my friend? Oh, good morning. Well, I'm here. Hi. Mike is also <laughs> here. Yes, Mike is also here. <laughs> thank sorry. you. I'm oh, sorry, Mike. Um... Wait, what about a rump roast? Is it, what is it, is it, you think there's hips in that? Well, isn't your rump your butt and your butt is your hip? Your butt is held up I'm by not, your hip. I'm not a, what's a guy at the grocery store that, that chops up the meat? Butcher. Uh, butcher. A butcher. I'm not <laughs> you fit in perfectly here. <laughs> yes, uh, do you need a job? <laughs> um, uh, where are you driving to right now, by the way? I'm going to work. Uh, what line of work are you in? 
Um, I'm a, I sell window treatments. Oh, very nice. nice. Tint them windows. No, Steve. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> you too. Cal- Bye. Um, I tell you what. I just looked up. Do cows have hips? And it does not come back. Slam dunk Google. Of course, they have hips. They're not saying that. Mm. It's got uh yeah. It's just different. Like a bovine hind limb is what they call it. Not even a hip. That's even dolphins crazy. have hips. Real oh well, yeah. think about how much they do with their tail. You know, right? Wiggle back and forth. Interesting though. I yeah, I really don't think cows have hips. That's crazy. Can I go now? We're still technically in the music segment. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I got another story. Um, so Paul Stanley of the group Kiss was doing a radio interview. I'm not, I don't recall where, but um, he was in Florida. Okay, and I'm curious to see what you think of his advice. Okay, about pursuing your dreams in life. Okay, okay? yeah. He says basically, you're an idiot if you choose to pursue something that's out of reach. He said, I know that doesn't sound very inspirational, but he says, there are things that I'm just not equipped to do. If I had decided to pursue becoming a mathematician, I would be homeless. I think at some point, each one of us has to do some sort of self-assessment of what we're capable of and what's out of reach. We have one time on this earth and time is precious. It only becomes more precious as time goes on. So I think it's important to chase something that's realistic. It doesn't have to be realistic for the person next to you, but you have to believe that you can do it. Hmm. Your thoughts. Um, I think there's some wisdom in that. Me too. You know? Um, Yeah, because, you know, not... We don't have time. Can we take a break? Sure. Can we touch this when we come back? I would love nothing more. Really? Not really. When we come back, we'll we'll kind of talk about that because I think that there's an interesting conversation and I find myself identifying with both sides of the argument when it comes to, let's say, finding a job that you love. Sure. I think we're so close, but kind of wrong on that. Okay. And I'll explain what I mean and maybe we'll argue. Maybe Mike and I will get into a slap fight. Oh, I I don't want to slap him. No, you would slap the crap out of me. That would suck. Yeah, it's true. All right. um, I don't know why we went there. We're taking break. We will be back. Bye. Anna for Bradshaw and Bryant, where they are dedicated to helping people under some really difficult circumstances. Whether you're suffering from an injury, lost a loved one in a fatal accident, maybe uh, you're facing some kind of charges. Mike Bryant assures that every legal tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. Uh, Mike not only understands the legal aspect of personal injury, for example, but, you know, as a parent, he knows how it can affect families. Oftentimes, there are medical expenses, lost wages, rehab costs, distress, and that can change things for everyone at home. Get a hold of Mike or a member of his team, and uh, they'll meet with you for a free consultation to assess your case. And if you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. Justice for the injured, it's their slogan. It's also the reason they are attorneys. Making a positive difference is what it's all about. You can find them today at Minnesota personalinjury.com Hey, welcome back. 
Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! We were talking about Paul Stanley from Kiss and how he believes that when you are dreaming of your future and what you want to be or do with your life, that you should be more realistic. But, yeah. you know, don't make it attainable. Yeah, and it, I think that there's some wisdom in that. You know, I never want to limit someone. And I, I think of this now slightly through a different lens. I have children, you know. And, uh, you know, I have a son who has told me, well, you know, I've thought about what I'll do if I don't get into the NFL. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is that? And he's like, oh, go to the NBA. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so, you know, I have a real appreciation for allowing um, kids especially don't limit their dreams, right? Often we, you want to allow them to explore their interest and, and, and all of that. Um, and I think that very often people dream too little, too small. The visions that we we imagine oh, are too saying. limited. And we just think, I mean, if you talk to people, I'm telling you, my guess is eight out of 10 don't think they can get any further along than where they are right now. People just, this is how we do it. It's like, oh, you know. And we settle. I don't know that it's that we settle. It's that, again, we don't necessarily cast a bigger vision or consider that there might be something different. Uh, and I, maybe different, I mean that more than better or greater or bigger. Okay. So that's one part of it. Um, I th- so I think it's important to dream, and it's that's really can really propel you forward. Vision is is a great thing. I think the when people say find work that you love i think the truer truth of that is um learn to love the work you have and i say that because it's easy to say at a conference you know find the work you love you'll never you'll never work a day in your whole life you know all that kind of stuff of like you need it needs to be in line with your passions and all that but and this is in no way diminishing people who do this job. Rather, I want to uh, show you respect and gratitude. If you're talking to someone who scrubs the toilets at where you work, that's really important work, right? Needs mm-hmm. to be done. Absolutely. Right? But sure. it might not be the most glamorous thing that that person has dreamed up, right? If you said, if I could give you a job, they might have a different kind of a dream. So the key for someone in a position like that or fill in any other task that you don't think would be a dream job the real key to happiness or contentment there, I think, is learning to love what you do, learning to just be excellent at what you do and, and leaning into it that way. In that. Right. Because sure. not everybody has the luxury necessarily of having that dream situation. You know, everybody's got like really. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dynamically different, complex situations in their life. And while I really do, part of me agrees with that, you know, rise and grind mentality of like, you can pull yourself up from out of where you are and life can look different. I believe in that, but I also believe it's a little simplified 
when we address it that way. And so learning to love what you do, I feel like is the more lasting wisdom. This goes to how you feel about marriages a little bit. Like put the feeling before the action. Put the action, action before, before the, the feeling. The feeling. Right, like yeah, right, with, right, right, within right. like a relational context, it's always the you're waiting. If you wait to feel loving toward your spouse or significant other to do a loving thing, your loving action will be very inconsistent because if you have lived, mm-hmm. you understand that your emotions are very fickle. What did I just hear somebody say? Um, emotions, oh, they make a good something and a bad master. I forget what the good something was, mm. but there's a saying about that. But it's so true, too, that emotions are great and they can fuel you and all, all kind of stuff. But if you let them be the captain of your ship, if you let your feelings be the captain of your relationships, if you let your feelings be the captain of your work, what you do for a living, they're so up and down. It could be up and down because of what you ate last night or the sleep that mm. you got or didn't get. And so in a relationship... If you wait to feel loving to do the loving thing, your partner is going to be getting a very inconsistent love from you. Wow. And likewise at work, if it's if you wait to do good work when you're feeling super happy or fulfilled or whatever at work, your work's going to be great on Monday and suck on Tuesday and good on Wednesday and great again on Thursday. It's emotion. What did you find the quote? Is it emotion? No. Uh, you, Mike, did you? Yeah. Uh, emotions are great servants and terrible masters. There we go. Ah. Let them help serve the greater purposes mm-hmm. in your life, but don't let them dictate your life. Yep. Feelings or emotions? Emotions are great servants and terrible masters. Okay. They're sort of synonymous, okay. I think, yeah, in, yeah, that, yeah. in that sure. way. I get it. So, but yeah, I, I, so I love, I, I agree with both sides of it. Like dream really big. And if you can find work, if you can make a living doing something that you love, that's wonderful. I don't know if everyone has provided that same luxury or certainly the same chances at that luxury. And so I just feel like it's a little more nuanced than the bumper sticker or the meme on Instagram. Right. Okay. But Thank I like you. some of that raw stuff, man. Donna. Thank you. Hey, a wise guy. What are we doing here? Right? Um, yeah, sure. Like uh, what you uh, said. Good fellas. I get it. What am I? Oh, clown? speaking of wise guys. Oh, yeah. I finished the Birdie Madoff um, four-part docu-series on Netflix. So this is all real footage and that type of stuff? Not, yes. Not a scripted thing? Correct. Not Got scripted. It. Docu-series. Um, they have some reenactments and things like that. Okay. Uh, but always in the background over talking, you're hearing from real people who were involved Got in it. this. And I tell you, it is just amazing. Some $19 billion that went missing. Here's here's the crux of it. There were two parts of it. Floor 19, there was a real Bernie Madoff company that was like investing real money. Yes. Two floors down, mm-hmm. there was another fake investment thing. That's where the Ponzi scheme was. Mm -hmm. That's where some $19 billion came into it and never was a single dollar invested in anything. So what he would do is print off on an old, like, remember those old printers? Like, like you would hear them. They were like white and green, white and green, white and green. The paper was, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They were printing off old school on that fake transactions that they would just type up. Oh, let's tell them that he sold Exxon today and made $50,000. Um, they would manufacture everything. Everything was fake on that floor. So there were people who worked for Madoff. Oh my God, it gives me a stomach ache. On a legit side of the business, 
And then two floors down, they had no idea that there was a, according to them, a totally fake Ponzi scheme business that lost people billions of dollars. By the way, Ruth Madoff, Bernie's wife. Um, oh, ended I up, feel so bad for her. Her husband went away to jail. He has since passed. And then she lost one of her sons to, to suicide, suicide. And then another son a couple years later to cancer. She lost her husband and both of her sons. Oh, so awful, yeah. that whole story. And the fact that there were people people in the know working there the Ponzi were. scheme. Wow. Yeah, yep. It's wow. crazy. It, it's, it's, a, it's a good watch. It's on Netflix. It's called Madoff. Thank you. Game time. Um, all right, 651-641-1071. Give us a call. Team up with either Steve or myself, and you could win a prize if you choose right. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's play a game. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. Mike. I want to see how smart you are. It is fun. The all-time total sits Steve with eight wins. Donna with, or excuse me, Steve with ten wins. Donna with eight wins. And uh, we have got uh, a special day today. Today is January 30th, and that is the day that one mm. Christian Bale was born. Oh, oh, no. Turns 49 years old today, and we are doing Christian Bale Oh, trivia. yes, King. He's only 49? Yeah. Wow. wow, 10 years older than me. That's it. Wow. And we got Kelly on the line to play with us. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Good morning. Hey, Hey, Kelly. Kelly Belly. Kelly. Smelly Kelly. Kelly. Don't do that. Can you hear me? Now we've got you, Kelly. How are you? Hit and miss, my friend. Shoulder issue, but it'll be. Yeah, Donna's got frozen shoulder. Your encouragement for her would be what? Oh, now you guys are going out a little bit. Uh, oh, so oh, now you're blaming us. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> right when we asked you to encourage yeah. Donna. Uh, color, color. Uh, no, sorry. It's just so cold, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's cold. Everything's not working, that's all. Yeah, including Donna's frozen shoulder. Uh, with that, it's now time for you to decide, would you like to team up with Steve, who is leading and better at the game, or Donna, who will give you a worse <laughs> shot at winning a T-shirt? Oh, gosh, you guys. Christian Bale? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. And that's I'll add, really hard. I'll add a little bit of pressure to it because it's not just a T-shirt. It's actually a pair of screening passes for somebody I used to know on Thursday, February oh 9th God. at the oh. main cinema. So a little extra on the line. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Mm. Christian Bale. I'm right? okay. Oh, I don't. Uh, wow. Steve. I'm sorry, Donna. That's okay. Bye, Donna. Love you. Hey, Donna. Go kick rocks. <laughs> Get out of here. Donna, leave. What are you making a list of? Oh, so Donna's got to stop by the dry cleaners. Heavy starch. I used to get heavy starch when I get my uh, shirts pressed. Oh, my gosh. It was like, what a stupid thing to do that is. Walking around like like a robot. Yeah, you said it, sister. All right, we're going to put you on hold. All right, Kelly's on hold. We are ready. Christian Bale is turning 49 today. We're doing trivia all around the uh, actor, and we will get things started. With this one, are you ready, Steve? Ready. All right. Bale plays an executive, excuse me, an investment executive with a terrifying alter ego as he delves into heinous and violent acts, often to the tune of Huey Lewis in the News. Crap. Pass. 
Hmm. Christian Bale voiced the character of Thomas in this 1995 Disney love story that was set in the early 1600s in modern-day Virginia. Mel Gibson voiced his buddy John. Holy crap, I don't know. Bale was nominated for four Academy Awards, winning one of them. Name any movie he was nominated for an Academy Award for. The Prestige. Um, Ask a different one. Top one, Huey Lewis in the News played as uh, he was an investment. American Psycho. Uh, Christian Bale voiced the character of Thomas, 1995 Disney love story set in early 1600s, modern day Virginia. Back of Notre Dame. All right. We got through there. Let's go ahead and bring Kelly back on here. Hmm. Kelly, were you listening in? Yeah. All right. The first one he did come around to give us an answer. What was it? American Psycho. Okay. You feeling good about that one? Uh, you know what? I'm good. Okay. Yep, good. The second. Even Google Fasta. <laughs> the second one here, Kelly. Uh, Christian Bale voiced the character of Thomas in this 1995 Disney love story that was set in the early 1600s in modern day Virginia. Mel Gibson voiced his buddy John. I think he did great with Notre Dame, did you say? I think it's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I do think so. I, I don't even right. think I've seen that, but I think that time of Disney animation yeah, is that's right. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right, good, good call. Yeah, you're my girl. And finally, Bale has been nominated for four Academy Awards. Name one movie that he's been nominated for. Any movie. And you went with the Prestige? Prestige, yeah. Okay. How that's do you feel? fine. You feel okay with that? I'm good, yeah. There's no other ones. Okay, sounds great. Well, we'll put All right. Good job. Donna! Put Kelly back on hold here. Again, Christian Bale. All right, Donna's coming back in. Hang on. Donna! (laughs) Uh, Now she just stopped to answer one more question. (laughs) You stopped and answered one more question. We're on the air. We're live. We're worldwide. Thank you. How'd you do? Uh, I think two, but maybe three out of three. Wow. But it was a little tricky, although I don't know if Mike agrees with my confidence. I have a bad feeling about one of them. Nikes. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. Okay, again, Christian Bale, the theme for today, because it is his 49th birthday. Bale plays an investment executive with a terrifying alter ego as he delves into heinous and violent acts, often to the tune of Huey Lewis in the News. What's the movie? Is that American Hustle? Christian Bale voiced the character of Thomas in this 1995 Disney love story that was set in the early 1600s in modern-day Virginia. Mel Gibson voiced his buddy John. Pocahontas. Bale was nominated for four Academy Awards. Name any movie he was nominated for. American Hustle. And anything you'd like to change? Mm, Nope. Okay. Mm. We will leave it with that. Okay. And we will run through these answers. Okay. Wow. We will start. I think we're going to overtime. No. At the beginning. Yeah, nice job, Brother. Thanks, Steve. Bale plays an investment executive, terrifying alter ego. That, of course, is American Psycho. In fact, the Psycho. line is... Yes, sorry, you didn't have that one right. Nope. Uh, Steve did have American Psycho. Shoot. Yes. The line is actually in the beat promo. You like Huey Lewis in the news? That's what it's from. That's what no. that's from. That's oh. Funny. Yes. So, American Psycho, huh. Steve takes a 1-0 lead. I think you are going to get the second one, though, Don. Second wow. one. Christian Bale, Christian Bale, excuse me, voiced the character of Thomas in the 1995 Disney love story. Steve and Kelly decided on uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. And Donna went with Pocahontas. And Donna is correct. You are correct. John what? Smith is who uh, John Mel Smith Gibson was Mel Gibson wow. and his buddy. So, we are tied 1-1 heading into the final 
question. Wow. Bale has been a nominated nominated for four Academy Awards, and he's won one of them. Name any movie he's been nominated for. He won the Academy Award, won the Oscar in 2011 for The Fighter as the best That's a great supporting movie. role. Great. Yeah. Really good. He was nominated for the uh, actor in a leading role for Vice. Just a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, yeah, that was ago. really good, oh, too. Crap. I well, think I screwed us up. In 2016, he was nominated for a supporting role in The Big Short. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. And in 2014, nominated for actor in a leading Dang role it. for American Hustle. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Are we tied? Nope. No, you I won. won. You won. won. You yes. won. Oh, All right, one. I only got one out of three. Oh, oh no. no. Let's bring... Her back Kelly's on. back on. Kelly, 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 Kelly. oh no. Oh, my bad connection. <laughs> I know it, sister. Oh, that, this is brutal. Donna, you did awesome. Thank, Good job. Thanks, you Kelly. Really did. Why, why I, did I even second guess it? I don't know. I, I don't surprised know. myself, though. That was very That's good, great. Donna. Nice oh, job. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was good. Woo! Wow. Do you even like kids' movies? No! <laughs> I just took a guess. <laughs> wow. Good job. Thank good you. Job. Oh, well, thanks, guys. You did great. Warm today. Hey, you too. Thanks, thanks Kelly. Kelly. Bye, Kelly Belly. Oh, nice oh, job, Thanks, Donna. man. Where's the score? Uh, it's now 10 to 9. Steve still leads, but clawed uh, right back Ooh, to one away. Oh, just got to keep that, that gap. Yeah, got to keep tight. it close. Yeah, otherwise you'll be 20 ahead of me. Oh, my oh, word. Oh, my word. What a journey. This was fun. What a journey. Good job. What a journey. Um, guys, have you heard about the uh, Great Northern Sauna Village? Yes, I said sauna. You're welcome, everybody. No, I've not. It's right down the street. Uh-huh. It's over by Malcolm Yards. Queen. And it's a social and therapeutic experience uh, where you can immerse yourself in a sauna mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got all these different session set up for mm-hmm. visitors like you go there you bring a robe you get in your swimsuit and it's pretty cool click on the the linky link I'm that i it. put in there i'm on a gf so it's going on let's see through february 5th oh so this is like a pop-up it's not permanent yes yes oh interesting and you know, you can grab something to eat afterwards. You got to make sure you put your shoes on. But it's kind of cool that you just go, you sit in a sauna and hang out. You know, you do it with your friends. Here's what I was thinking. That is interesting. I love it. As I scroll down, um, there are guided experiences that you can do. Yep. One of them happened a couple of nights ago. It was the Wim Hof preview and cold plunge. Um. Wim Hof, I think, has like some breathing techniques, stuff like that. Okay. But I want to go focus on the cold for a moment instead of the hot. Okay. I don't know if it's just me. All the rage right now is cold plunges. They're popping up. They've been around for a while, but they're popping up more and more. And people are saying that it really benefits you. It's good for like your lymphatic system. It gets you like a release of the good stuff in your body so you feel really alert and awake mm-hmm. and energized but and i'm i'm interested you know you got some of these psychos who are doing it all the time i'm not interested but at all. wait queen donna what no stop writing in your planner for a second 
I'm listening. I'm going to tell you to go to the cleaners. I'll remind you to go to the cleaners. <laughs> Here's what I thought last night. Okay. May I see your eyes? Yes. You see in this, Mike? I mean, there's so many papers in front of this woman. I'm that very busy. She is just... <laughs> Here's what I think we should do. You and I together. And we could invite. No. no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. The answer is no. Hang on. Excuse me. Just one second here. Definitely want... no, then. No, no, no. Here. Okay. What we could do is do like a three days or maybe a week of every morning we commit to just in the shower. Like day one, we could do 30 seconds of ice cold. Day two, we could do 60 seconds. Day three, we could do two minutes. Nope. And what we would do is we could invite listeners to be a part of it. Oh my god! And find out I if we if we notice any changes. I mean, honestly, Donna, is life really looking the way that you want it to right now? Wait for it. You'd get kicked right out of a Tony Robbins. Oh, totally. They wouldn't even let me through like that thing that you go through where, you know. Yeah, like the turnstile. Yes, it, it, it would yes. lock. It would totally They'd check lock. your pupils. She doesn't look optimistic enough. Get her out of here. Who's going to harsh our mellow? See, you're doing it again, though. Why? Like, you're always, like, trying to do stuff. It's a, These are the kind of things. Misery loves company. Uh, misery loves company. <laughs> And then you have other people doing it. People are emailing saying, oh, my gosh, I did it. They're calling in. I did the cold plunge. But again, we do it all in our shower. And you can still start with a hot shower, shower. But then, like, we're going to end with 30 seconds of ice cold at the end of shower number one. Next day, one minute. Day after that, two minutes. They say, I got to read up more on this cold crap. Because they keep saying it's going to help you to feel better. You know what you should better. do? I'm sure we have an advertiser where you go into one of those cold chambers where... Oh, the cryotherapy. Yes, do that. That sounds amazing for you. It sounds more pleasant than cold water. Remember the Damien Rice song, Cold Water? Not really. Hmm. If only we had the time. We don't. Um, Hey, when we come back, uh, Brendan Fraser... celebrated his Oscar nomination in a way that I can completely appreciate. It involves cake. And then I'll tell you the typo that Donna sent me when trying to tell me about said cake. That all (laughs) when we return on Donna and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 where uh, talk is fun. Am I right? Well, you sold that. Talk is fun. We got uh, producer Mike with us as well. Um, we got to come up with a nickname for today. I heard um, Mighty Mike, you know. Mighty Mike. I now hate that. I hate it, too. <laughs> I hate Mighty Mike. I That's hate it officially so much. It's not the worst. Work. Boy, you were really doubling down on that one earlier. I know. I think I just wanted to... Now, do you see where I'm coming from? I know, but my worry with you, and I say this in love, is a task will stretch to fit the time allotted. <laughs> and so if you give yourself two weeks to clean... The garage, it'll take you two weeks. Yeah. It has a way of doing that. Yeah. If we give ourselves a month to come up with a nickname, it'll do that. If we say tomorrow or today by noon, bam. I still like Plinko. I don't mind it. It's okay. fun. You don't know what direction it's going to go. Dollar or $10,000. Mm. 
you know? Maybe not Plinko, but something along those lines, like buzzer. <laughs> buzzer. Or how about just buzz? What about ginkgo? Like ginkgo biloba. Mike, do you remember? We always ask him when our memory fails. Ginkgo biloba helps aid people's memories. My mom's old Allegedly. standby joke. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Thank you. You didn't know that? I did not. Never heard of it. Oh, yeah. I'll give you one of my mom's best from my childhood. She started taking ginkgo biloba. Okay. And said, but then she said, yeah, I got ginkgo biloba, but I keep forgetting to take it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> a That's great. Uh, um, okay. So Brendan Fraser is making a comeback, as you know, with his movie, The Whale, which you can't find streaming anywhere. Thank you. You can't? I can't. Oh. Anyway, this is so cute. His sons had a special gift waiting for their dad when the Oscar nominations were announced. They brought him a cake and balloons. This is his first Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. Uh, This, of course, is for his work, again, in The Whale. And so, it was a Carvel Fudgy the Whale ice cream cake. Yeah. Isn't that great? That is, we love Fudgy the Whale, which is Fudgy the Whale for 11 months out of the year. Yep. They take that same cake mold and sort of flip it upside down and then paint it differently. And for one month, it's Santa Claus. That's right. You get it. They use the same mold. It's very clever and resourceful. And they wrote to a whale of a dad. Mm. Because that was very popular for Father's Day. That's a great Father's Day gift. Yeah. Anyway, um, he said he was surprised, astonished for the nomination, not the cake. Um, he said he had a lot of happiness, hopefulness, and humility. Because even being nominated is the fulfillment of an aspiration that any actor would be hard-pressed not to admit that they had the hope to even dare for. Mm. That's sweet. I can't wait to see this. So the movie is about an obese uh, recluse or recluse or recluse. Or I like recluse. 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 I think both are recluse. accessible. What does Google say on that? R-E-C-L-U-S-E. Recluse. I think it's recluse. recluse. Well, anyway, it's about a recluse trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter after the death of his recluse. boyfriend. Recluse. 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 Anyway, apparently he does a great job. He said he was planning on being asleep and not paying attention to the award nominations. Um, but awake he was. There you go. Thank you. We got to get, I, you know what? I'm going to see if I could get us a cookie puss. I'm trying to see if I can find out if the whale is streaming. It is not. See? It is not going to be streaming. They still have it in theaters. It's only gross, I think, $15 million off of a $3 million budget, so they're going to probably keep it in there for a while, yeah. try to build off of this buzz. The Oscar but, buzz, yeah. yeah right. So far, they have yet to say any plans of streaming. You know what else is not streaming? <laughs> the Fablemans. Oh, is it, it will not? be, when but will only on some platform that I am not a subscriber to. Care to mention it by name for the sake of helping the listener? What? The Fablemans? <laughs> yeah, what streaming service is it going to be on? Oh, thanks. Um, That you are not a subscriber to. Can't remember. Nice story. Redbox? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here's a funny thing that Donna texted me last night. Okay. 
She was trying to text me about Fudgy the Whale. (laughs) 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 But autocorrect got the better of it. And she had already sent the story, the Fudgy the Whale, Brendan Fraser story, over to her family on a separate text thread. And then Mm -hmm. she said to me, my family is already responding to the fungus, the whole story. (laughs) (laughs) If you liked Fudgy the Whale, you'll love love fungus, the whole W H O L E. Very close. Oh God! By the way, you can buy it. It's just not available for free. Expected to stream on Peacock starting on the fourteenth of February. Oh, guess what? Babies. I've got Peacock. That's a scary one, right? <laughs> peacock. Yeah, I yeah. always want to abbreviate it. Yes. And you can't. You shouldn't. You can, but you know, maybe you shouldn't. Certainly not on air. You know, I was watching it on the bleep. Peacocks, huh? You could just start calling it the the peak. Ah, the peaker. I don't like that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Peaker feels yucky to me. All right, forget the peaker. Peaker makes me think of fungus the whole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Peacocks, huh? I mean. What a bird. Gorgeous. Like, like it makes you look at life and go, this is a creature from God. Yeah. They're just so beautiful. God is real. Yeah, they are to see one in person is just it's just and you're just in awe. Yeah, almost impossible for them to not have a superiority complex. Oh, I mean, when a peacock walks next to and sees a sparrow eating some piece of popcorn on the zoo sidewalk and the peacock looks over at it. Like, dude, come on. No. Puffing now, out its chest. It's but like, then maybe the sparrow, you're disgusting. I'm <laughs> eating caviar. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the sparrow then flies away. And the peacock's like, uh, you know, it's like all those feathers, you're not taking flight. They can't yeah, fly. That's true. Can they? I don't think so. Can they fly? Oh, we're going to do this. Maybe huh? they can do brief flying. Like turkeys. A turkey will stun you when you see them go airborne. A turkey, the same turkey that you eat. That's how heavy they are. Heavier because they have their talons and their feathers and all that. You get a 25-pound turkey for Thanksgiving. That's a biggie. But still, that sucker can fly. Mike, what have we learned about other birds that can They can, can fly? just jump or fall with style. Uh, with Buzz style? Light, much like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> That's the life of a peacock. Yeah, right? yeah. They just kind of jump from branch to branch and... Can't really fly much. They're capable of flying. Not very far. Right. Very, very briefly. A really nice little bird is called the indigo bunting. Thank you. And it's beautiful. It's a turquoise color. There again, like you said, how could this not be created by God? It's like you see it and you're like, look at that color. Isn't that wild? The cosmos, man. Amazing. Yeah, Really amazing. Is this what it's like to be high? Like when you used to be high doing radio, probably for those 20 years. I was never high doing radio. Stop saying that. Never. Don't do drugs, kids. No. Were you ever into chewing tobacco? Like mint snuff? I did it one time and I threw up. Yeah. It's not good. I did it one time and then my friend said to me, are you okay? And I said, yes. Why do you ask? And he said, because you have, you're stopped at this stop sign. Oh. Like at a long time in a parking structure, like at a parking shopping plaza. And I just did a real long stop there. 
Even just thinking about it right now. Makes you kind of get like a headache and a little nauseous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're like my best friend. I, I, me, Steven, seriously, that's awesome to hear. We're going to take some calls. Oh, yeah. What's your YouTube black hole? What kind of videos can you just watch and watch and watch and watch? We'll talk about them next.